Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, July 12th. 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 23rd of Tammuz 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Security risks are prohibiting Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu from moving forward with the reasonableness bill. Netanyahu claims he has no intentions of delaying the bill. However, the months of violence in the West Bank and rising tensions with Hezbollah the terror group in the northern border could influence this decision. IDF soldiers are pledging not to continue serving the country if this controversial legislation is passed. Because of this, Defense Minister Yoav Gallant is demanding the Knesset rethink passing the bill. The Knesset reconvened Tuesday to prepare the bill for its planned passing, which is supposed to happen on July 30th. The bill would prevent judges from being able to rely on their discretion to strike down decisions related to the government. Since Israel does not have a constitution, judges are using what is being called reasonableness to decide how issues should be settled in court. Yesterday, so that was Tuesday, the country broke out in mass protest as people came out in the tens of thousands to protest the passing of this bill. Critics say it would offset checks and balances in Israel's democratic atmosphere. If you want to hear the voices of the people from protests yesterday and a roundup of all protest-related facts from the quote-unquote day of resistance, you can head to yesterday's podcast, which was Tuesday, and you'll hear the full rundown on the day of resistance. Also, you can head over to our Instagram page at israeldaily.news. We've got a lot of clips and visuals and photos up there for you to see and feel what it was like on the streets. In more protest-related news, a photo of a baby sitting on a playmat in the middle of a crosswalk during the day of resistance protests in Israel is sparking outrage and skepticism on social media. Social media was buzzing with this last night. The picture shows a little girl playing with an Israeli flag as two buses are behind her on the street with the lights turned on. Some people said it was totally irresponsible of the little girl's caretakers to put her in harm's way in order to make a point. Some called for social services, and others believed that the photo was generated by artificial intelligence and wasn't even real. Well, the person who posted the photo clarified that the baby was never in danger and was far away from the protests. The buses in the background were parked and driverless. Things are not always what they seem. The Biden administration is urging the Israeli government to comply with its citizens after protests Tuesday led police to clash with demonstrators. A mounted police horse injured a 72-year-old military veteran, Moli Aronson, with a broken knee and a deep cut to his eye socket. Police also launched high-pressure water streams from water cannons to disperse protesters, hitting one woman in the head on the highway between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Police were also seen manhandling and hitting demonstrators. I'll tell you, I was out in the streets. I didn't see any of that. However, there are 
no shortage of complaints from civilians about this. The White House National Security Council released multiple statements regarding the reasonableness bill, which is what everybody is erupting in protest about. The NSC claims President Biden has, quote, been clear he hopes Prime Minister Netanyahu will work to find a genuine compromise, end quote. The Israeli embassy in Ethiopia is in contact with local security officials in the African country after an Israeli citizen was kidnapped and held for ransom. Israeli media reports the kidnapped victim is in his late 70s and was able to send a voice note to his family in Israel saying, quote, help me, I'm in the middle of the jungle, it's pouring rain, I'll probably stay here, I don't wish this trouble on my enemies, end quote. The Israeli embassy in Ethiopia is also working with Interpol, the international criminal police organization, to bring the unidentified man back to his family. The kidnappers are asking for hundreds of thousands of shekels in exchange for the man. This is the second Israeli to be kidnapped while abroad. Israeli Russian citizen Elizabeth Tserkov has been held hostage by the Shiite militia Kataib Hezbollah in Iraq since March. A senior Israeli diplomatic source says Jerusalem is doing, quote, all it can to ensure her safety and return and has been in contact with Tserkov's family. She entered Iraq using her Russian passport. We'll keep you updated on these two Israeli hostages as information comes out. Thank you to all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics or world politics. I also want to thank all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast with monthly contributions. Head over to anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News so you can send a monthly contribution as well. I'm also calling on interested listeners to join us for the Israel Daily News Roundtable, where select listeners are joining me on a monthly basis to talk over the news. You can join us at patreon.com backslash Shana Fold. Next week, you all have the opportunity to meet and ask questions to Yaniv Rosnai in our next installment of the Israel Daily News Roundtable. There's a link for that in the show notes. He's the professor and vice dean at Reichman University in Herzliya, and he has a big reputation. This man has been making big changes in Israel's political and legislative landscape, and he's doing all of that with eloquence and using very good words to express what is going on here. You can support us by joining us at that event that's happening next week on Wednesday through patreon.com backslash Shanna Fold. That's a way that you can support us, and you'll also be able to ask questions. Also, you can support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at IsraelDaily.News, as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Israel has announced the privatization of its postal service, Israel Post Co., following a process of recovery and financial stabilization. Now, this is a significant turn because people complain bitterly about Israel's postal service and has been looking for improvements for years. 
The state's privatization agency plans to sell 100% of the company to an investor or group of investors with bids that are meant to be due by September, and the winning bid is expected in quarter one of 2024. The decision comes after a previous plan to sell 40% of the Postal Service. That didn't go through. Israel Post underwent a recovery plan, including reducing expenses, transitioning to digital services, and transferring assets to the state. The company is expecting to get strong investor interest for the privatization, which a lot of people here in Israel are for because they're hoping that with a private company running it, things will be more efficient, services will be better, and most importantly, people will be able to get their mail in a reasonable time frame. It is not easy to get packages from abroad here in Israel, and a lot of people say it's just time to get with the times. The Kameri Theater in Tel Aviv, near the Tel Aviv Museum of Art, will introduce live English translations for most of the plays presented at the theater thanks to a recent donation from the Daniel Howard Foundation. Screens are going to be placed at the sides or above the stage to show the translations, which will be implemented within the next few weeks. The addition of live translations aims to cater to English-speaking citizens and the millions of tourists who visit Tel Aviv each year. The theater is also planning to invest in an advertising campaign to reach target audiences abroad and in Israel with a focus on becoming a must-see attraction for tourists. The project is expected to promote Israeli culture internationally and increase the exposure of Israeli theater. I think that's a great idea. I've wondered in the past why there isn't more accessible theater here in Tel Aviv. It's such an international city. Most of the shows are done in Hebrew. And I just think that it's an opportunity missed because there are so many English speakers and, and of course, French and Russian and Spanish. So I, I've always wondered about that. All right. Well, that is it. For today's show, today is Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 24 degrees Celsius and a high of 31 degrees. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 87 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. That went out on Sunday evening. You can sign up for it at israeldaily.news. A lot of people really like my newsletter because I put in a personal message at the top. I talk about what I'm writing on, what I'm thinking about, what touched my heart that week. So a lot of people really like that. And then there's five news stories that I think are important from Israel from the previous week in five little short paragraphs. So it's really popular. Big thank you to my interns Maya Goodman and Dylan Jaffe for writing some daily news scripts and thanks so much to our social media director Michelle Milner. I'll send you off today with a song called Makom Prati by Idan Tamler, a talented American-Israeli musician. I love his stuff. Enjoy it yourself. Have a great and productive day. <laughs> את קרן שמש שתגן על התמימות ששם בפנים הזיקוקים של הילדות עברו לזיכרון ישר אורות גדולים שנשרפו 
מה נשאר לנו עכשיו? תגידי את, האם עדיין יש לאן לרוץ? רוצה למצוא מקום פרטי